I'm Mark Middleton along with Bill Schaefer. Time now for our Healthy 100 interview presented by the good folks from Florida Hospital. Our next guest is proof that having a passion for the arts, in her case music, is a key to living a long and active life. She's a very successful musician who has been a member of the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra for almost 40 years now where she has played the piano most of the time. Now, now should I warn everybody, Mark? Because, folks, you may want to pull the car over because the person you're going to hear is so cute, you're going to be amazed. Because in 1991, after doing all the piano stuff, she added a new instrument to her repertoire. It is one of the most unusual instruments you've ever heard of. It's called the glass harmonica, and it was invented by Benjamin Franklin back in 1761. Let's welcome 90-year-old Cecilia Brower. Hey, Cecilia, how are you? I'm just fine, thank you. 90 years old? Come on, you're not 90. Oh, yes, I am, and I'm proud of it. Never (laughs) thought in my life I'd be bragging that I'm 90. What is it like to be 90? Lucky. No, it's very exciting. I don't know how it all happened, although my father was 98, my mother was 92. So some of the genes probably helped, but I happen to feel being a musician, playing this wonderful music. It First of all, learning new music means your brain is going all the time with all the things you have to learn on that page. And then when you learn the music, your heart and your soul are so filled with the beauty of these co- the, the composer's music. I think that's magnificent. We got to pause for just a second here, <laughs> folks. Yeah, I don't want to beat you over the head with this, but but just as you listen to this interview, understand that this woman is ninety years old. Listen to the passion, the excitement, the love of life that is in her voice. And you are certainly a fascinating woman, Cecilia. And you mentioned the fascinating instrument that has an equally fascinating history. The glass harmonica was inspired by something that we have all done at a party, at a wedding, at a bar mitzvah. We make tone by rubbing the, the, the a wet finger around the rim of a wine glass. And that, that's kind of the genesis for this instrument you play, correct? Uh, well, it's similar to it. Ben Franklin was sent to uh, England in uh, 1757 as a colonial agent. And when he was there, he went to a concert given on the wine glasses. And he thought it was the sweetest sound he'd ever heard, but he wanted to be able to play more harmonies with his melody. Because with the wine glass, let's face it, two hands, two glasses. You can play fast on the wine glasses, but you see, on the harmonica, I can play as many notes as I can reach. And uh, that's what intrigued me. You don't drink any of the wine out of the wine glasses, do you? No, no, no. You can't out of these. These are on a horizontal bar, and I think it would spill out of them. You sound like someone who's tried. No, no, never, never. Oh, I've had my wine glass. We all have. You know, we all uh, enjoy a glass of wine here and there. Man, Cecilia, you are such a ball of energy. I know you've been a, a musician all your life. You, you've been a very successful pianist, and in 1991, as Mark said... You embraced this instrument, this ancient instrument, out of everything out there you could have tried, out of all the instruments you could have played. Why did you turn to the harmonica? Well, actually, 
actually, the way it came about in uh, the end of 1989, uh, there, there are uh, musicians in the Met Orchestra that formed a little chamber group, and they were going to be doing a concert in January of 1990 and with James Levine, but uh, he was not well at the time, so they had to substitute uh, the um, uh, celeste. This is the instrument I've been playing at the Met since 1972. And uh, uh, we were going to play a Mozart quintet that en- uh, encompassed uh, the violin, uh, uh, we'll have to think of it, the violin, the cello, the oboe, and the flute, and either the piano or the harmonica. But we did substitute the celeste because I had never even heard of the harmonica. But six months later, I was in the Boston area, and I saw on television a program called Our Town uh, with Tom Brokaw, and they were featuring um, interesting people in the Boston area. And one of them was a uh, vignette about uh, Gerhard Finkenbeiner and his um, uh, glass factory in Walter, Massachusetts. And it spoke about... Uh, the harmonica. In fact, they played a vignette a little bit of the harmonica and spoke about it. So I said, oh my gosh, I had just heard about it in January. And here this was in June. And I decided to contact Gerhard. And then when I saw the harmonica, I decided to try it. But it was tricky to play. And I had to make about three trips back to the factory before I could make a sound on it. And then when I finally could uh, make a sound, I decided to invest. I always say, here I can play the Rachmaninoff and Tchaikovsky piano concertos. But I was so happy when I could play Yankee Doodle on the harmonica. Wow. <laughs> you know, that Gerhard Finkenbeiner, once he gets you, once he gets you interested in something. You know, I can hear everybody out there, uh, Cecilia, wondering what this sounds like. So let's play a little bit from one of your CDs. This is the Angelic Sounds of Christmas, Cecilia Brower on the harmonica. That, of course, is old Christmas tree. And, uh, you know, just to give folks a visual, Cecilia, these are glass bowls, essentially, that are turned on their side, connected with a spindle that runs through all of them. And then it turns. And as it turns, you put your fingers on there to get those notes, correct? Exactly, yes. You get the bowls to vibrate. And uh, uh, it makes it a very ethereal sound. Uh, but the bowls are, they, they start from large to small or small to large, whichever way you want to look at it. They're made exactly the same way as Ben Franklin did. In the center of the bowls, there's an extended part of glass, and in there, a cork is inserted with a hole uh, in the center of the cork, and then they were put onto this horizontal spindle. And, of course, Franklin's was operated by a foot treadle, but uh, this one is electrified. But I always say to people when I do my programs on the harmonica, here if Ben Franklin had taken the theory of electricity a step further, he could have electrified his own machine. Wow. Hey, do, you, do you have roadies carry it around for you? I mean, is it a big, heavy thing? 
about 35 pounds, but it's, uh, I seem to manage it all pr- quite well, and uh, I've been doing it so far, although it's starting to get a little heavier as, the, as I get older. Cecilia, <laughs> we're, we're, we're kind of getting into our last minute here with you, at least for this interview. Tell us a little bit about uh, your philosophy of life. I mean, you, uh, it's not because you're 90 that you have this great attitude. You must have had it your whole life through. What can we learn from the things that you've experienced? Well, I'm, a, I'm an optimist, and I have a good sense of humor, and I learn to laugh at things when it gets to be too much. If I can't handle it, let me have at least turn to laughter. But uh, uh, I just enjoy a lot of things. I love my garden. I'm, I uh, cut my own grass. I'm outside working there out in the outdoors. And then, of course, uh, having music to, to satisfy my soul. I don't know what I'd do without it. It's just I've been a very lucky lady, and I count my blessings. What a delight you are, Cecilia. Is it okay if we consider you a friend? Oh, I would I would be honored. Oh, my gosh. Folks, her, her name is Cecilia Brower. That's B-R-A-U-E-R. Google it. Go to YouTube. Look at her videos. Read about her. She's a remarkable woman, uh, someone we can all learn from, if nothing else, her attitude on life. Cecilia, thank you so much for all you do, and we look forward to talking to you again.